0: I don't remember what fucking happened a year ago. (laughs) Me neither. Oh shit, sorry.
1: No, don't apologize at all. Great minds think alike.
0: I think that the worst piece of advice is follow your passion.
2: Welcome to the Media Jungle. I'm your host, Alex Regeer, coming to you every week to break down the news facing the media industry. We have Mr. Digital Media himself and former president of Digiday, Brian Morrissey, is here, founder of the Rebooting Newsletter. And of course, the smartest man on Instagram, former executive producer of CBS, Bloomberg, you name it, Moshe Wanunu, is in the house, president of Mo Digital. For the audience members out there, I wanted to just ask a few questions that might help them grow in their career. If you were a young media professional right now, what would be kind of your advice navigating this media jungle?
0: I think that the worst piece of advice is follow your passion. Um, because that's what your hobbies are for. But you should find an area that you're curious about and want to like learn more about. And, and you should match it up to areas that are growing really fast. And find one that, that there's a match. Because if, if what you're super interested in uh, the rest of the world isn't that interested in it's going to be really hard for you, so I think you should make it like easier for yourself and specialize in an up and coming area i mean there's tons of them out there like you look at what's going on you know on the business side with what's going on in climate change um, that's a great area to to specialize in. The creator economy is exploding It doesn't have to be like trendy areas and and when they when there're more complicated areas. That they're going to be better for you. You'll get paid more. You'll have a lot um, sturdier career. Um, so I would I would say do that versus follow your passion.
2: Or find what gets you excited and lights you up within that sector. But it,
0: there has to be like a true need for it. It has to be an underserved area. That At least that's the way I sort of approach things because if you're a generalist these days, it's really hard. You got to be like the top of the top because that's just getting... There's just so much competition because media is like a classic profession where there are there are f- a few winners and stuff like this, but there's a whole bunch of other people that just get washed out of it.
1: I agree with everything that Brian just said there. Um, one thing I would say to anyone looking for a career in media is get a command to the extent possible of as many platforms as possible. Um and you know, all of the kind of new platforms, and we we have spent our careers over the past you know several decades trying to keep up with all the platforms, and it only keeps speeding up. But having command for storytelling um, and content when it comes to TikTok, to snap, to to Twitter, uh, even if it's not your favorite, but just having an understanding for what works on those platforms, I think is important because ultimately, if you're looking to be a content creator or work for a content creator, you need to be looking at, uh, to distributing your content on as many platforms as possible.
0: That's a great point because like I, I've always think that there's always an a need for translators, right? And like, if you can play that translation role and translating, say from like the editorial side to the business side or the editorial side and the business side to the technology side, like product, you know, product was a, a group that barely existed at most publishers a decade ago. And now like, it's arguably one of the most important areas of a media company.
1: Sorry, that was going to be my second piece of advice, which oh, is, shit, sorry. do we, No, don't apologize at all. Great minds think alike. We grew up in an era of media where there was this wall between editorial and business. That wall does not exist in its previous form. And so whether you're interested in the business side, you need to understand the content. But more importantly, for all of these kind of aspiring journalists, content creators, et cetera, you've got to understand the business of, of what we're doing and what potentially sells. Not to do anything unethical, uh, by any means, but just to have an understanding for like, as you think about what you're doing, what you're building, who you're working for, um, where is there potential revenue there? And I think a lot of media companies struggled with that and kicked that can down the road for a very long time until it was too late. And so having that understanding that, you know, when you work at a media entity, it needs to have a business side to it. It needs yeah. to have a potential yeah. revenue. Is is key, um, regardless of what role you enter in.
0: And I think it's important to understand that it doesn't have to be unethical. But at the same time, if you do go in an unethical direction, you're more likely to be successful if you understand the business side. Because <laughs> <laughs> the worst would be if you decide to like go and do unethical shit and just it doesn't work.
2: <laughs> it doesn't make you any money.
0: Yeah, that
2: like, would gambling. Be the worst. If you if you become an <laughs> online gambling crypto schemer. You might yeah. gotta,
1: you got to learn it's enough, good, you, you know, know. you really got to ride the line. You got to ride the line. It's like, <laughs> you know, it's like the points com and like, you know, websites like that. Like how do you ride the line between, you know, taking money from the people you cover and yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, you don't want to do anything you feel bad about doing, but there is that element of sometimes you have to just take a job that may not be like, you, like Moshe mentioned, you may not. Like you may not be so into TikTok, but you are trying to get into it. People like us don't really understand it in like an innate way, like a lot of the younger people do. So if you just kind of pay a bit more attention, say you can do it, you can actually get that foot in the door and then progress because people really... Like uh, if you're good to work with and if you really are creative and you're in it for the right reasons, usually people will move you around and help you figure out where your best best place is, but you have to kind of fit in a, in a place where people, where it's really needed right now.
0: Yeah. It would actually be a good story to go back and like examine the career arcs of the social media managers. Right. Cause like, you know, they were like a role that never existed and then they came in and it was a classic one. You bring in someone super junior, pay them very little, give them very little uh, support and, um, and and really just kind of look down on them a little bit as, you know, not really part of the newsroom and stuff like this. But to see where a lot of them did progress and a lot of them did wash out because um, that's just the nature of the field. But a lot of them, for instance, a lot of people went into the product group and are 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 playing really important roles in shaping you know the future um, of these sustainable media businesses.
1: Yeah, I, I watched over a decade at CBS, our social media people go from extremities of the newsroom to the center of the newsroom.
2: And a count, a little bit of a counterpoint to the don't follow your passion mantra is, you know, when, when I was out of college, I was obsessed with this concept of one man band video journalism, right? I had like the laptop and, and digital video was completely new. And so I was like out there doing video journalism for the alternative to the alternative newspaper of Milwaukee, my hometown. And, uh, And I I finished the video. I sent it to my editor. She's like, where are we going to put this? I'm like, on your website. And she uploaded it. It had a little place where you could upload a video, and it came out like one inch square. So I was ahead of my time on like this cutting edge, and I applied to like 50 different newspapers across the country. I sent actual clips in the mail to them. VHS or... No, actual, uh, like written clips. And then I sent CDs. Yeah. And I sent CDs and, uh, and everyone was like, yeah, we would love to hire you in five years. So that most is how I had to pivot and be like, all right, I'm going to get into financial journalism. I'm going to cover like the stock market. I was not i was like yeah, renegade guerrilla go. journal video journalist well, i was not stock market but got that job took me everywhere i learned so much and you know you get with the right company and it can really take you and grow you as a in your career
1: i think you you know it's an important point to stay plugged into where the business is cuz when i was you know in college i wanted to go write for the atlantic monthly and be james Fallows, right and already um incidentally when i was in college was peak journalism you already saw like craigslist crushing into classified ads and i was like "Ooh, i don't know about this newspaper thing and so that led me to like i should get a tv internship and see if tv is for me at least i feel like tv has more longevity now by the way broadcast and cable television is another story but 20 years ago broadcasting cable television still had time left and so that's what led me to pivot like i like storytelling and I like journalism, but let me go do it at a place where I feel like there's there's growth, there's opportunity and and salaries still, you know, are growing.
2: And being agile, like you you can't be like, I'm a writer, like I'm a video. Like I was like, I like video just because I prefer watching video making video it's easier for me the way I learn whatever but I went into writing because I'm like it's all about writing and that's one thing I, I read that really took me a long way It's I don't know where I read it but it said something like just start writing because whatever you do you're gonna you could get a job in TV you could get a job in documentary you could get a job in radio pot now in, now writing is really the you could be a social media manager you could uh, get applied to to Moshe's uh, newsletter editor job right now, Uh, shout out. But, you know, if you're you're writing and you figure out that storytelling and that can translate into any medium, that can translate into TikTok, it can translate into anything. Brian, really quick, uh, um, could you talk a little bit more about what you meant by uh, – People focusing on the product um, side of media companies.
0: Yeah, look, I mean, I think most mentioned it earlier. You know, media companies are part technology companies. Every company is is part um, media company, and so product is like a a. Tremendous growth area because it really connects everything together. It connects the content, it connects the sales, it connects the technology, and these groups typically sit um, independently, and they need someone to connect the 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 uh, all sides of it, and that's why product has become, you know, a really important function, particularly as subscriptions grow. A lot of times, subscriptions and memberships programs are housed within the product unit. Um, and it just—it's just a critical role of of developing a a habit with the audience.
2: And it and it goes back to Moshe's point of connecting the business side. You yeah. know, product is the connection of the business side, oftentimes, with the creative. So, mm-hmm. it's connective tissue. Amazing. Uh, thanks so much for taking the All time. Right. Happy holidays. Happy twenty twenty two. Happy new year.
1: I like. I like the, the special edition on career advice. That's good. Thinking about uh, the year I mean, in the
2: past is a, is a tough
0: one. I bet Brian yeah. has it like. No, I don't. I don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't remember what fucking happened a year ago. <laughs> Me neither.
2: <laughs> wow, you made it to the end of the podcast. Thanks so much for listening. By the way, we also are a video podcast where you can see extra memes, charts, visuals about the segments. So you can find that on YouTube or subscribe to our Substack newsletter for exclusive updates. And thank you so much for listening. See you next week.